Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I'm joined with me, my full party of six members tonight, in the Paradise Campaign. But before I get into the distinct pleasure of introducing these fine individuals, CriticalWick.com. Go there. Buy the soy candles. They smell really good. They got dice in the bottom. It's worth your money. Buy the candles. Buy the candles. CriticalWick.com. So, we have our barbarian. Yo! Right. So, that's who he is. Uh, our... <laughs> uh, apparently a yak folk with a very few words. Um, we have our... <laughs> no, no. I'm putting my foot down. Yak folk do not move. <laughs> they don't. They, they. I refuse. That is correct, actually. My name is Pahokwe. Anyway, we have our bard. Hi, I'm Lauren. I will be playing Vala, the Asimar bard. We have our fighter. I'm Nick. I'll be playing Nalos, the Triton Eldritch Knight. We have our warlock. Yo, it's your boy Cody playing Necro, the warlock. We have our rogue. Hi, I'm Elise. I'm playing Leonora, the Furball rogue. And we have our fighter. You already covered me, buddy. Shit, who did I miss? Druid. Damn it. Yeah, our druid. <laughs> uh, play. We are on, on the, the ball. Uh, yeah, Ericoa druid. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> when we last left off our party... Uh, they had just received a forward sum of cash to purchase traveling supplies for their destination is within the next two months to travel about a third of Yalzar Majora's total length and arrive at a man named Chet's mansion in the, the forest in central Yalzar Majora. They are still uh, in the city limits of Port Clamara. What have you all done with that money to prepare yourself for the road? Well, I want to talk with my colleagues before I buy a mount of any kind. Um, I'm definitely interested in buying a mount, but I know that we are planning on going from here to the tip of the river. I don't know if there's a better word for that. Um, and I don't know if our mount would be able to travel down river with us. And so if we want to buy mounts here and then have to, like, sell them or you know if we should like try to order a wagon taxi or something to take us to the river so compatriots what do you all think i hadn't thought about the fact that our mounts may not be able to come with us the whole way yeah, that's the real question is, do we want to spend this money on something that we might have to end up leaving behind after, like, three days of tra foot travel? How long of a journey would it be on foot from <clears throat> where we are now to the you know, tip of the river we're trying to get to? I believe I said it would be about two weeks on foot. To get to the river? Yeah. Um, do the, uh, river transports, can they accommodate horses? 
That would be an excellent question. Does anyone have a skill check to back up that kind of knowledge? <clears throat> um, what would that be? Well, uh, one wants to immediately assume history or something simple like that. Okay, hold on. Uh, I could make a history check, or if I remember seeing uh, any settlements near the river that might have had boats. I mean, you did just travel through there. It makes sense. Can I do a survival check? No. What? Mm, I don't know. That's better than my history. Sorry. <laughs> I might have this. We'll see. Okay. Bummer. Uh, that was a nat one. Hey. Oh, it's good. Uh, you, you passed through there without the need of those systems, so you didn't pay any attention to it. That's fair. So, I got a 10 uh-huh. to see if I would know um, if horses go on ships. No. Um, if, it's, if you find, like, a barge that goes down the river... You like or like a ferry sort of situation, mm-hmm. you could probably bring your horses on that. But if it's anything other than that, you have no idea. Hmm. Well, I mean, we can either go by foot and take the full two weeks, or we can take the risk of having to leave our horses or whatever mounts we get uh, behind once we get there. Horses are awfully expensive to just leave behind. Yeah. Can we inquire about some kind of, like, caravan or That's a wagon or something? I'm sorry? That's a wonderful question. Yeah. Because I see here that wagons only cost 35 gold, so I imagine they need horses to... Correct. Power them. Right, so according to the player's handbook... Now, bear in mind, a a wagon is pretty much like like what you see, like people carrying hay in. Mm -hmm. It's little more than just, you know, a wooden platform with some fences along the side and some wheels underneath it. Gotcha. So... But not a mode of transportation, really. Well, I mean, it sure could be, but it would not be... not a comfortable one. Right. It wouldn't be comfortable very much, and you wouldn't be able to call it home. You'd probably still have to set up a regular camp every night. But, I mean, you you can drag four times as much as your carrying capacity. So, you know, your wagon could definitely drag your entire group, provided you purchase the... You know, beasts of burden to pull it. Mm-hmm. Or were you looking into inquiring of like, a, like paying for a ride down to the river? Or looking to inquire what down the river? Paying for a ride. Um, both. I wanted to see what the wagon and the PHB was, but I also, like, I at least wanted to do that. But I, Leonora, now want to inquire about, uh, you know, rides to the river. Okay. So, uh, can someone give me a just flat charisma check to gather information around town about that kind of concept? 
word. You're good at talking to peoples. Um. Who do I talk to? Anybody you see to chat them up and say, hey, we're looking to go down to the river. No anything about forward passage? Are we right. still at the inn from last time? Um, um, did not, we rest there and everything? You did <clears throat> rest there, but you're not necessarily still there. I mean, you could be. Okay. I choose to be in the marketplace. Okay. <laughs> so I choose there's... to be at the end of the river. <laughs> Neat. Um, so, uh, I'm gonna walk up to somebody who looks like they know about transportation things. Right, like someone like a what or a what or someone who works in a where. <laughs> All of those things. If you guys want um, me to read you a storybook, I'll just do that. Like, this is the part where you where you tell me the things. Like, so uh, I will go up to um, some experienced looking, um, like traders, I guess, or, or merchants. Sure. Okay. And uh, I'll be like, hello, um, ma'am. We're looking to, or I'm looking to make my way to the, uh, the river down yonder. Um, uh, what... What would be the, uh, <laughs> how much would it cost uh, to get transport for uh, six people down that way? She just kind of looks at you and goes, well, I mean, that depends on what river. There's several nearby. What river is it? The one that goes along the side of the, the rainforest. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's not like labeled on the map or anything. No, I don't. I, I have not named these rivers. Okay. So the one that flows along the rainforest. Okay. So she tells you, well, she's not a traveling merchant. She does all of her business out of Port Clamara, but if you happen to see any lizard folk in town. They might be heading back that way and might know something about it. Okay. Um, do I'm going to look around. Do I spot any lizard folk? There are a... a uh, so, Port Clamora has a pretty massive marketplace, uh, mm -hmm. as a port town probably would. But in addition to a sort of market square where a lot of buildings have stalls that you know feed out into the market there's also a temporary um, structure bazaar and amongst the many stalls there are a pair of stalls right next to each other uh, that seem to be lizard folk all from the same tribe they are clearly identifiable as not only are all of their scales the very similar color but they all seem to be wearing the same manner of paint okay um 
I will walk up to one of these lizard folk. All right. Uh, they seem to be getting not a lot of business, so the moment you show any interest towards them, they are incredibly friendly. Uh, oh, perfect. Okay. The, so, good. Go all ahead. right. Um, I'll uh, uh, walk up to them and say, like, greetings. Uh, uh, me and my, my five companions are looking to travel uh down the river that goes along the rainforest. Uh, uh, we've heard that you guys uh, know about travel in those parts. Um, is there any uh, caravan we could join or um, route you would recommend? The, the lizard folk seems to uh, listen very intently without saying a single word. And then, almost as if it didn't understand anything that you said, sort of shout something over their shoulder to the back of the stall uh, in a language that you might understand. What languages do you know? Uh, common and celestial. Okay, it's in a language you don't understand. Uh, a moment later, a old lizard folk, crone, comes forward and... Uh, and speaking in relatively eloquent common, says, My boy here says you're looking for travel. We will be leaving the town at sunset today, and should you have friends of yours who have more muscle than you, we can certainly put them to work. Um, and, um, would we, uh, get paid for our, our aid on your journey? Well, I suppose that depends on what exactly you're offering us. Last I checked, you were looking for a breadcrumb trail to follow. Uh, we're merely looking for um, easy transport to the head of the river. Well, that sounds plenty good payment. Um, how long would it take your caravan to get there? We could reach it in four or five days. Okay. Uh, let me, uh, bring the news to my companions and then, uh, we will get back to you soon. Before I approve of this, we will not expect you. I want to meet your people before I expect them tonight. Sure. Bring them to me. And she sort of turns to walk away. Okay. So, where is everybody else? Uh, I decided that I went to the market plate to do something. Mar market plate. Marketplace. To do something that I do often in real life, it seems. I bought a tent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so. I also, Necro, went to the marketplace and am just sitting amongst the crowd listening to all the folks speak and, and building up on my mimicry. Gotcha. I will go to the marketplace and just people watch with the, the Kenku. Or I guess humanoid watch. <laughs> Everybody's a people here. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I, I would still call it like the dwarven people, like 
like the elvish people like i don't know i think that people watching is still appropriate but whatever whoa whoa don't go too far elves aren't people <laughs> uh Nalos is just roaming around the marketplace looking at all the things everybody's selling all right Okay, well, I'll go and um, look around for the first of, you know, my group that yeah. I spot. Yeah, you bump into them pretty quickly by the sound yeah. of it. So, um, we can arrive at the... Alright, so yeah. If we help them, we can save um, over a week on our travels. If we go in the caravan rather than on foot? Mm-hmm. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, I think that sounds, sounds fair. fair. I like it. Uh, the uh, I like it. Dark of the lizard folk requested to to meet you guys, which we must do before sunset. But I assume that leaves us plenty of time. Well, let's go there after we go shopping. Yes, yeah. I agree. Shopping. I uh, I think it'll be a great way to get to the river. Yeah. Yeah, and then just buy mounts when we're done with the river. Those folks sound like good company. <laughs> like, I just didn't want us to buy mounts and then get to the river and then be like, well, crap, what do we do with them now? Yeah. I'm glad one of us thought ahead. <laughs> it really sounds like she tipped the scales in our favor. Boo. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Hey. So, um, you guys go do your shopping. What stuff do you guys buy? Hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, which drug is blow? I don't know. Uh, don't answer the question. Know. Don't question it. Don't it answer cocaine? it It's cocaine. I'm trying to point out that Elise um. shouldn't talk shit about things she has no idea. Oh. <laughs> Dracon, how much does blow cost in this world? Um, yeah, I don't see that in the player handbook. Yeah, you know, there's a good reason for that. They call it fairy yeah. dust. It just goes straight from block to book. Yep, you're right. I want to find a non-humanoid hooker. Sure, there's plenty. It's a port town. And, and, and it's uh, that kind of game. Also, you're looking for a non-humanoid hooker? Yeah. <laughs> what are you expecting to find? Don't kink shame me. I'm not. I'm asking a question. I thought we said we aren't buying mounts before we get oh. off the river. <laughs> That's a funny joke. Uh... I just bought a tent. Okay. Uh, I have everything else that I would normally need still in my backpack. Lovely. Uh, quick question. How long are rations good for? Or are they like MREs and they just last yeah, forever? They're, they're effectively permanent until okay. consumed. Um, I want to buy some kind of ranged weapon. So bow, arrows. Okay, then buy them at the printed price. I suppose I will also buy a tent. I'm going to buy a wooden shield. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Druid getting plus two AC. Yeah. 
see anything else on here that I would want. Anyone want to share a tent? I have a two-person tent. Snuggle up with my yak. I would love to do that. But if therefore, I would have to get a bedroll, I think. Yeah, I only got one bedroll. We ain't yeah. that close yet. If you got an explorer's pack or adventurer's pack or something, it has a bedroll in it. Yeah, you very yeah. I actually have a scholar's pack. I, I'm surprised that that doesn't have a bedroll Sleep in with it. your books. Yeah. I will. I'm going to write down everything you say and say it right back to you. <laughs> so pretty mundane stuff nothing particularly exciting yeah. other than the wooden shield and tents rations um, a bow a bow I'm gonna buy um, ink and parchment okay I have some of that as well too so we got double the writing skills I want some kind of uh, like medieval or fantasy version of binoculars you mean a spyglass Sure. Uh-huh. You, you can get two spy glasses and then, um, like, oh my goodness, glue them together. <laughs> um, what's your rolling in dough? I don't think you're buying a spy glass. Correct. Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, I'm also going to buy some soap because I'm not an animal. <laughs> Are you sure? I smell pahokwi and then, then make a uh, sound. That's fair. All right, so after some, some shopping, the group sort of congeals into its uh, full form and is brought by the bar to meet this lizard folk merchant people. The same old crone sort of steps forward and looks over the lot of you and looks at the more bigger and bulky members of the party with greater interest. I give her an honorable bow of my head as she's an elder. Yep. Uh, analyzing uh, you, she, she smacks the side of your knee and says, stand up straight. I like her. <laughs> uh, and she reaffirms what was told to you before, that... Uh, when the sun sets and the the cart and carriage are tended, we will leave town out of the south gate. Meet us there, and you will glad you will be more than welcome to join us for the trek home. Nalos would like to offer to help them load up their their uh, their wares. Uh, she sort of spies upon you, uh, clearly like. Like opens her good eye <laughs> and nods her head and says, That will do. Yes, very well. I'm keeping your booth. a large size speaker when I carry stuff, so I want to also help. Okay. So you just say, Hello, young old woman. I count as a large size creature when I'm carrying things, so I would be very good at helping you carry things. <laughs> I am very good at carrying things because I am very large. Please let me help. Thank you. Uh, she just throws her hands up and says, Fine, any amount of you may assist. I'm uh, I'm going to go get a good meal before we get on the road, personally. Okay. All right, kick back and relax. 
So, you all uh, either help with the work. Uh, everyone who helps with the work, perform an athletics check. Thirteen. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Was it just you two helping? That's what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you, you two help just fine. Um, Hungry. Right. Uh, but will you find the meal to be fucking delightful? Oh, fantastic. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. All right. So the people who helped help, and it is very uh, appreciated. Um, and in the the lizard folk that you helped even cook you dinner as uh, appreciation. But everyone else went and you know enjoyed uh, the hospitality of a local inn, I assume, or, or tavern for dinner. And as the sun set, I imagine everyone makes their appearance to the south gate, except for the people who helped. Yes. Yep. All right. Indeed. So. Not pretty much on time with the setting sun visibly uh, setting, and you can see the sort of light level reduce. Coming down the street is that pretty large merchant carriage being pulled by two rather uh, stout looking horses, and it is being, you know, piloted by uh, a lizard folk man. You recognize him from the stalls, and your uh, Triton is sitting up there as well. It's not till much closer when you see your fur when you see your fur bulg sitting in the back. Uh, so the two of you have ridden on the carriage and wagon uh, all the way out of town and you can see the rest of your party at the south gate. Uh, you are all told to board the wagon or the uh carriage as however you will. I, uh, sit on the back of the wagon. Okay. I also sit on the back of the wagon. Alright. So then. I uh, continue where I am. Yeah. I'll board a wagon. Alright. The first night of travel is pretty... Non plus, not much happens. Uh, you guys only really travel for a couple of hours into the darkness before uh, the wagon and carriage pull off to the side of the road uh, some distance away, and the lizard folk begin to set camp. Uh, I help them in setting up camp. All right, make a survival check. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dice, come back. Seven. Uh, eventually, you were told that we got it. You just set your own tent up. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I get that a lot. All right, I assume you guys make camp or something. Yep. yep. So, I set up my tent. Okay. I throw my bedroll inside of Pokey's uh, tent since we're tent buds. 
right. I uh, also, uh, while you were like gone, I bought a tent in town and a snazzy new pair of clothes for my brand new adventure. Nice. Oh. Also, while at the marketplace, just to yeah, reiterate, I bought at least 10 days worth of rations and then a water skin. Gotcha. This bird got to eat. <laughs> so, not long after you all set up your tents for the night, does it begin to rain? Not heavily or, or heavy winds or nothing like that, but just it's going to be pretty wet for the next day or so. Is anybody without a tent? Uh, yeah, I am without a tent. I just, I just have a better you can, one. You can join me in my tent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I take pity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the sad, wet bird man. Grave our celestial <laughs> bard. Right. All right, so everyone ends up bunking one way or another to get out of the wet. Uh, but not long into the evening, whether or not you've decided to fall asleep is up to you. Not much to do when it's wet outside. You hear uh, shouts from outside your tent. They sound like the lizard folk. Uh, I fucking get out of the tent. Yeah, I'll leave my tent. They have a, a relatively modest bonfire going. Um, they are roasting what seems to be a freshly hunted kill um, that has been recently gutted. You can tell because there's a pile of gut next to the bonfire uh, that is already being cleaned for Sinu. And uh, they're just standing in the... It almost seems like a party for the for these lizard folk. Um, they're, they're laughing and telling stories and they seem almost at home with the wet upon them. And what language are they speaking in? Common, mostly. Relatively broken common. Um, and then, what languages do you speak? Uh, Elven, Giant, Thieves, Can't, Sylvan. Oh, then Sylvan is what they fall back into more comfortably. Cool. But it just seems to be people carrying on and having a nice evening. It doesn't really seem to be any no murder or anything like that. I mean, what was the shouting? Just like raucous laughter? Yeah, laughter, dancing around the fire. Merrymaking. I want to dance around the fire with the lizard folk. Okay. I start tapping my feet and, w- and wiggling a finger in response to the fingers? lizard folk. Well, my little talons. Right. <laughs> in response to the merrymaking. Of course. I decide to join them as well. Alright. Yeah. It's a... Go sit out in the rain with the lizards. What's that, um... Oh, where the wild things are? What's the, the, the rumpus? The wild rumpus starts. Yeah. I have a, I have a nice little night of wild rumpus uh, with the lizard folk. Uh, and this seems to really impact the lizard folk. They seem to really, I mean, they've obviously warmed up to the couple of people that helped them pack up their marketplace, but they seem to deeply appreciate the gesture of you joining them in their festivities uh, and reward you in turn with incredibly potent uh, drink that they call uh, Chakwa, 
which means nothing to you um, unless you speak Sylvan. In which case it translates roughly to heavy rainwater. But uh, much of this heavy rainwater gets passed around, um, but it's just, it's a fun night and it's really uh, kind of an eye opener into this, the culture of the lizard folk people that you probably don't know shit about. But uh, anyone who partakes in the Shakwa needs to uh, make a con con saving throw. (laughs) I was. I was. (laughs) Well, I. Six. Okay. Eleven. Nineteen. All right. Did, Did anyone get below? 12. Yes. Okay. Everyone who got above 12, you passed. It's incredibly like citrusy and flavor. Uh, Cody, can you uh, mute? Uh, the, the liquid is very citrusy, and but it's a very heavy liquor. Um, but you find it very tasty. Everyone who failed their con save, make a wisdom check. <laughs> or a wisdom save, rather. 23. Six. Okay. Five. Okay. Uh, all right, so our, our Arakoa druid recognizes these mildly hallucinogenic effects of this alcohol and has gone, well, this isn't my first vision quest, and rides it out pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) Probably decides at some point to retire to his tent and just sort of draw in the sky with his talons. Uh, However, um, our Azamar and Furbolg are not as prepared and begin to see all manner of illusions dance around the fire and in the fire, uh, and probably get pretty wrapped up in the evening. Um, maybe the Azamar uses their radiant soul ability and like flies around the fire while singing a song. Oh gosh! Or you know, <laughs> like the, the furball breaks into like the traditional dances of their people, and it it, it gets pretty primal in some ways. Uh, I'll let you use your imagination. Uh, long story short. The next morning comes, uh, let's say, um, the two people that had a vision quest and weren't ready for it, both of you roll a d6 and let me know what you get. Five. Six. Okay. The, the Furbolg wakes up outside in the mud, whereas the Azamar was able to make it back to their tent. Ah, uh, Spa. Uh, but it was clearly quite the night for on all accounts. But the next day of travel is completely not important. Nothing much happens. A lot of people uh, smile and tell jokes and stories of last night's party. Uh, some of the lizard folks seem to be rather impressed with how some of you handled their uh, heavy rainwater. Some of them make jokes on how some of you didn't handle it so well. It's it's a good time. Uh, 
this this continues for a few more days until the third day of traveling is complete and you can see you've made it to the northern tip of the river that rides the rainforest all the way down to the coast. Uh, there seems to be no township here. Uh, however, the lizard folk tell you that they're one of the local lizard folk tribes does live just inside the rainforest from here. And now that they've made it back, they're going to go and continue traveling and selling their wares for a few more weeks. But have they, the people you've been traveling with, they've picked up what your guys are going for and uh, by now and understand that you're going to try and travel down the river and recommend you to this clan, uh, this, this tribe of lizard folk that live nearby, and they give you directions to make it to uh, their stead. It's less than a half-day travel on foot. All right. Okay. Well, I think we should certainly... Uh follow these directions. Those were great people. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, let's get moving. Alright, so it's not long before you breach the tree line of the rainforest before you see grim totem warnings that you're trespassing on the lands of some manner of lizard folk tribe. Uh, if anyone wants to make a nature check or a history check to determine uh, anything more from the signs, you may. Nature, and would I know anything more, be able to roll with advantage because this is right by my homeland of the rainforest? Uh, no, but you can double your proficiency. I rolled a history check of 11. Okay. 14. (laughs) 13 and an 11. Is that right? So the history check of 11 uh, tells you fucking nothing other than that, well, this is probably a warning and we should take it seriously. Uh, However, the nature check tells you that this is a warning and it should be something that you're careful for, but these messages are directions just as much as they are warnings. But that's it. Okay. So I know their directions, but I don't know... I can't decipher the directions? You can, and it's pointing you towards their village, but... Okay, they're... well, I impart this to the others. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well... I wouldn't want to cause a misunderstanding if they don't know that we're coming when they're this worried about trespassers. What do you guys think we should do? On the other hand, if we go and say, hey, can we cut across your land, and they say no, then we're, like, out of luck. Who has the highest passive perception? I have 14. I have 9. Okay. So, did I hear a 14 as the highest? I have 15. Okay. And then. All right. Um, so the druid, uh, you are familiar that uh, you're being followed. Oh. 
so Karak, you 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 can hear the winds in the tree branches. They're they're not just the wind of the world. There is also the waking wind of someone jumping jump jumping, jumping through the tree branches. Uh, you haven't turned yet to look, but you are aware that there must be at least one person in the trees following you. Okay. Um, well, I'll just uh, make everyone aware that I <laughs> I believe there's someone following us. Yeah. I won't be sneaky about it or anything. Okay. Do you have any idea where they're at now? That's a good question, and I don't believe I do. Uh, well, I mean, have you made? Have you guys like stopped, and are you talking about it, or have has you made it? Have you made it obvious that you are making a show of this at all? Yeah, I, I, I just say that um, I stop everyone and tell them that we're being followed. Okay, so at, at okay. it being clear that the cover is somewhat blown, um, you would probably see what is evidently a, a pretty sizable snake slides down a branch and onto the path behind you all and sort of begins to slither up to the party. Like I make a, I, I jump up a little bit and make a hissing sound like a snake. Okay. <laughs> so it's just like and a then point a to the snake. snake. Uh, uh, what was your question? It's just like a like a big snake. It's not like a snake dude or anything. Right. It? It's not. It's not a. It's. It is by your account. It is just a large snake, not anaconda big, but not like, you know, a, yeah, not like a gardener snake either. It's a pretty sizable. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use the not sharp end of my glaive to kind of like keep a distance in case it you know gets close and strikes. All right, it coils up. I'm gonna use my. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. All right, it... I'm gonna use my speech of beast. Uh huh. You're using your speech with beasts. Um, I just found it funny that Shamrock came onto the screen as soon as I said that. I summoned him. Um, He's been there. And just going to say, we mean you no harm. So as you speak to the snake, uh, it coils up and then sort of a small plume of smoke covers it ever, not not completely. And stepping out of the smoke is a fully sized snake person. Uh, really just kind of like a humanoid, looks like a lizard folk, but has a very undeniable snake for a, a head. And Have I seen one of these before? Probably. They're, I mean, I imagine you would know what a Huanti is. Okay. I lower my weapon away. Okay. It, it uh, releases its hand from the hilt of its scimitar on its side and says, Well, I'm glad that that didn't have to raise to violence. Looks like that would be a lot of meat for me to carry home for the pack. What brings you through these parts, foreigners? So um, I'll just like raise my hands and be like, "Oh, we don't mean any harm. We are trying. We are seeking a passage down the river, and some fine lizard folk we are traveling with uh, recommended we seek out 
village in these parts. Somehow, this snake person's eyes narrow, and their neck sort of like pulls back pensively towards your statement, and begins to circle the party. Uh, sort of going from behind you to the in front of your path, and says. Well, I happen to be one of the hunters for this lizard folk tribe you're seeking. Would be unwise to make your first footfalls upon their doorsteps without a friendly face. Uh, could you uh, guide us and introduce us to um, the village? Perhaps. But as I already said, I am a hunter for them. And it would be poor for me to return without a sizable bounty. So, amongst Uh, you, any hunters? Perhaps I could assist you in your hunt. Very well. Keep your heavy-footed friends here and join me. Well, um, well, join them in the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, the one T then sort of breaks off the path that you all have been walking down, uh, downhill towards a a relatively sizable creek nearby. But Hook, we make a stealth check. All right. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, You somehow find it in your capabilities <laughs> to step surprisingly quietly through this brush. Although you can tell that your lack of finesse grates on the hunter. Reaching behind, she grabs you by your by your collar and pulls you low to the ground and points with her scimitar drawn to the what you can only surmise is the prey. A large hippo cresting the water of the creek. Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> A most dangerous game. The right. huntress uh, uh, whispers to you, I am much quieter than you, Hooffoot. I will get to the other side of the beast. Charge in with all your vigor. And when I see an opportunity, I will make the strike. I nod in my acknowledgement, not wanting to say anything to give myself away. In that moment, the huntress falls apart into coils and is a snake once more. And slides along the ground for what you lose track of her at some point. But five minutes later, you see the snake sort of rise its head, poised to strike on the other side of the creek. And uh, sort of looks down as an oppor- as a gesture to well now would be a good time. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm going to make a charge for it. Okay. So uh, go ahead and just make an attack roll as you take this giant hippo by surprise. Sixteen. Uh, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 
11. Okay. So you slice your weapon deep into the hippo. And you know you made good contact. You can feel the bone that you struck stop your blade from moving forward. Uh, however, uh, that strike alone does not stop this hippo. And it turns upon you and makes a pair of slam attacks. Alright. Um, I have a 15 and a 19. Do either of those hit you? Yeah, both hit. <coughs> That's not good. Alright, you take 15 points of damage. Alright. And it's at this point you see the Wan T in their humanoid form leap from a branch and drive her scimitar into the hippo's head. Dealing 10 damage to it and causing the hippo to uh, go to one hit point instead, activating its relentless trait. It is now your turn. All right. Um, <coughs> Spoilers, this hippo looks pissed. Yeah, I would say it's at 1 HP. Um, I'm going to roll for another hit. All right. 22. You hit. I would say roll damage, but we've already gone over it to one hit point, so. Uh, I'm going to roll damage. <laughs> uh, four. All right. So, you've never tried to chop down a tree and quit halfway before, so you're not going to quit today. You raise your glaive up on high again and bring it down with just as much force the first time, but there was only so much hippo neck left after your first blow. And you sever the hippo's head from its shoulders. Nice. Uh, the Wan T picks up the the uh, head of the hippo and places it above their own and drinks what would one easily call a pretty notable amount of blood from the head before offering uh, it to you as well. I do the same okay. uh, out of respect for our host. And then I take some of the blood and mark it across my face with my fingers. Nice. She, uh, looks to you and goes, well, do you think you could carry that beast? Well, I'm certainly going to try. <laughs> All right, give me a strength check. Or uh, athletics. Seventeen. All right. You managed to shoulder this gigantic corpse on your on your back. But by the time you get it to the path back where your allies can see you, it is exhausting and you are suffering one stage of exhaustion. All right. Should let me do it. So you guys get over to you guys see your friend carrying a hippo and just as he reaches you all he goes, "Help." <laughs> Help. And you can see the Wan T walking bu behind him carrying the head of that decapitated hippo. <laughs> Do you all help him carry this hippo corpse? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
I'm gonna give yes. him words of encouragement and tell him that uh, he's he's totally got this by himself and uh, healing word. <laughs> okay. Uh, d- yeah, please. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just cast it second level because you took a lot of damage. Uh huh. Damn right. Yeah. Um. Three. You get uh, seven health. <laughs> okay. Nalo says, uh, "If he'd known you were." hunting semi-aquatic prey, he'd have come along to lend a hand. Well, you can never really know what type of prey you're going to be hunting until you're hunting it, so... Well, between the the bulkier people in the party, you managed to shoulder this probably half-ton beast on uh, four four pairs of shoulders. And uh, the Wanti, finally sheathing her scimitar, says, I will guide you the rest of the way. Follow me and don't drop too much meat. Uh, it's not a far walk before you can see clearly a more foot-stamped out pathway that leads to what you all as civilized people would call ramshackle, but is undeniably a wall uh, with pikes and skulls upon pikes and all manner of, of fun uh symbolism of man don't fuck with these people as a yak folk, i look to our guide and i say i like your wall she sort of hisses under her breath and says "Twas not my hands would make such shit we don't get many walls <laughs> uh but you uh you see that there were several lizard folk just out of sight or insight, even bows drawn upon you as you as you approached, but as they looked and saw the Wanti huntress with you, and uh, dinner, they quickly put their bows down and welcomed you into the village. So you come into the middle of this village. It's probably a hundred or so be- people large. Uh, some huts, some stone structures, but. Uh, all manner of, of lizard folk in age, and a couple of other Wanti amongst them. A few uh, elders approach you as the hunters take the hippo from you and begin to, almost immediately right in front of you, carve it uh, rather barbarically. The elders look you all over as if inspecting uh, property and go, What is your business here? What is it that you want from us? We wish to travel down the river and over towards the mountains. Would you be able to assist us in making that trip more quickly? She, the, the, the elder is a um, male and a female couple. And they sort of look to each other and speak in Sylvan. Uh, hmm, the trials of aquatic would be appropriate. Dare say perfect, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Very well. They've brought us a rather nice offering. They've helped our huntress. It would only be appropriate to give them an opportunity. Yes, we will do this. Yes, we will do this. Uh, And so they switch back to common and say, Very well, outlanders, outsiders, foreigners, people we don't know but may know at some day soon. 
We will bring, once this hippo has been properly butchered for the people, a small detachment of our finest scouts, swimmers, and warriors. And by the water's edge, we will do a trial. And should you best ours and earn the privilege to walk the water, then we will help you in all capacities reach the other end of the great river. Fail, and you must leave one of your people behind to work for us for four moons. Well, at least no one's going to die. <laughs> to that, one of the elders looks at you and says, Oh, during the trials, someone very well may die. I'll switch to Sylvan and then say, And it won't be one of us. Both of the lizard folks uh, smile uh, widely and go, Yes. Who knows? The stars are wild. Uh, they turn from you and say, to make yourself ready, it will not be long before we leave. All it's right. at this point that the Kinku realizes that there's a scaly paw in your pouch. Uh, what kind of paw? A scaly one. You look over and see a small lizard folk child poking around one of your pouches. I don't think lizards have paws. I, I, uh, I grab my pouch and pull it away from the lizard child and look at him very sternly. Uh, the lizard folk child pulls out a pair of bone daggers from its belt and like roars at you almost adorably before, <laughs> before scampering away on all fours. <laughs> I, I like uh, the to be young child. again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I point to the lizard child. And I look at the rest of my party and laugh. Oh, the elders weren't lying. Merely t fifteen to twenty minutes later, the hippo was merely more than a slightly meaty skeleton. Most of the bones of which have already been claimed for different purposes. Uh, and the elders return with what you would probably call a small war band, 15 or 20 strong, some strong, broad-shouldered, almost brutish-looking lizard folk, some that look like much less physically imposing than that. But overall, these must be the people that they spoke of, and they offered to guide you back to the river for the trials to begin. Excellent. Um, this sounds fun. All right. I agree. Uh, Kenny, um, all this time, like, waiting, yes. uh, I have a question. Um, yes. Would this be a time that I could use, like, one of my hit die to regain my hit points? That sounds like a wonderful time to short rest. Absolutely. Yes, I would like to do that. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I was looking for my D12. Thank you. <laughs> you get all your hit points back. <laughs> back. Back at max. Very good. So, uh, it's again a, a relatively modest trek back to the riverside out of the um, tree line of the rainforest. 
And there before you is a, a circle of torch lights on tall staves, 10 feet tall maybe. And what can best be described is a 20-foot circle of padded dirt next to the river. Uh, the elders send some of the detachment that came with them to the nearby forest tree line. And the two elders sit next to the circle and bid you all to approach them. I approach. Mm -hmm. I approach them as well. The lizard folk elders tell you, we require your entire party to split into pairs. For you, we have three trials. Succeed in all, and we will help you greatly. Succeed in two, we will help you. Succeed in one, we will send you away, and succeed in none, we will keep someone of you for four moons. And then the the other elder speaks. The three trials set before you are of the earth, the air, and the water. Hmm. Well, I'm going to volunteer for the air trial. Uh, Whoever wants to join me. I will also volunteer for the air trial okay um i volunteer for earth yeah Yeah. go all right i I look over at our triton character i'm just like make swimming motions with my hands and i just look at him i'm like "Hmm?" (laughs) asking if i want if it's okay if i join him knowledge rubs his hands together he's excited to jump in for a swim yes yeah can Kenku swim? I, I, I want to make sure that we're not going to... Well, I certainly can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> Before we do this. Kyle there was a deep cut for a Kenku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go towards my heart, and I'm like, ooh. Alright, so... Um, and one is a duck, one is happy. <laughs> yep. So the elders ask which of the trials you would like to try first. All right, let's knock out water. Let's do this. All right. I'm down. I step up with, uh, with our train. Right. So the river, it, guys. the river is quite calm until the two elders approach and sit on the side of the water and stick their scaly feet inside. They begin to hum and chant great words. And at that, whirlpools appear upon the surface of the river's water and within merely a moment, maybe a full minute, it is a tormented body of water at best. Uh, one of uh, a pair of lizard folk um, people, both very lathe and tall, approach the two of you, and they introduce themselves and they say, "We will be your challenge. We will be who you challenge. The task before us is simple." To reach the other side of the river and return. All right. On your ready. I, uh, since I may not be the most, the, the, the best swimmer in Alos, I and I'm also very light. I'm only 100 pounds. I jump on your back. Okay. That seems like a bit of a problem. <laughs> Okay, I jumped off your back. 
All right. So, uh, <coughs> what's uh, the, 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 those two lizard folk then stand at the side of the river, ready to jump in and wait at your ready. All right. I, I guess we also jump in to the river yeah. and are right. ready. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the one of them looks to the two of you and goes and like sort of counts down with claws. And on it, the two leap into the water. The river is about a hundred feet wide. Okay. So. Um, good. Can I go ahead and throw bardic inspiration towards our poor Kenku? Yes, you may. Uh, Add 1d6 to an attack, a saving throw, or a skill check. Okay. Alright, so we just jump in and start this race? Yeah, you jump into the water, and by the time uh, poor Necro gets into the water, Nalos and both the lizard folk have already crossed 15 to 20 feet of the river. Uh, would either of you like to do anything to manipulate this race? Um, yes. Are they next to me, I'm assuming? Relatively close. I mean, within 10 feet of you. Okay. Um, I would like to use Thunder Wave. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to cast that in their direction and try and blow them off to the side, hopefully disrupting their, their movement there. Gotcha. All right. Uh, what's the check for them to go through? Uh, Good giant 15 foot cube. Let's make a constitution saving throw um, against DC what? Uh, DC of uh, 12. One passes, one fails. Okay. Uh, The one that fails is pushed 10 feet away and takes 2d8 uh, thunder damage. Okay. Uh, And the sudden shock of it all uh, stuns him as well for a round. Go ahead and roll the damage. Uh, that is... Does my intelligence modifier go into that? Damage? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Then that is only three damage. Okay. Uh, so you can see that your 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 spell clearly disrupted one of them severely, like to the point where it's like wiping its face underwater and like it's the side of its head and is not swimming as you go forward. Uh, But you are barely ahead of the one that was not pushed back. Uh, This gives the Kenku enough time to pass the the farther behind lizard folk. Uh, Necro, do you want to try and do anything to manipulate this race? Yes, I do. I want to... um, I guess the lizard folk that is closest to me, the one that's catching up to me, I would like to cast Cause Fear okay. onto that lizard folk. And the saving throw 
for that is a wisdom saving throw. And what's the DC? Uh, I have no idea. Let's look at my book. It's probably eight plus your proficiency plus your casting modifier. Which for you is charisma. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, my spell save C is DC is 12. Okay. It fails. Um, and that makes it have to run away from you, correct? If it fails on me... Uh... Yes. All right. Oh, so it it runs from you in the opposite direction, uh, swimming, and uh, so th- this this continues for another round. Um, Nalos, you are now neck and neck. The other lizard folk, the one that was not affected by either of you guys' spells is determined to stay in pace with you and is making all efforts to do so. Uh, the, all right. How does the fear get resolved with um, the one guy? Does he just make another save? Necro? He can make another save. All right, and yeah, he can make another save. All right. So he passed it, but he still went all the way back to the shore. So now he's turned around and coming back. But you have over 40 feet of, of distance on him. Um, so before you guys have another opportunity to manipulate this, uh, Nalos, you and the first lizard folk touch the other side of the river and begin to turn around and head back the other way. Okay. Uh, it's at about this point where, Necro, you realize you're being pulled down. Uh, make an athletics check or acrobatics, your choice. Uh, do an acrobatics check. Sure. That's 24. Okay. You are, you, you realize that the lizard folk has caught up to you and has tried to grapple and drag you down to the bottom of the river, but... Maybe it's the oil in your feathers. Maybe you're just not about getting drowned. Uh, but you get out of his claws and swim away closer to the surface. Uh, and uh, by this point, uh, you you keep a, a lead on that lizard folk. Um, so again, Nalos, you're, you're almost halfway on the way back with this other lizard folk who has just... Um, seemingly cast a spell because he is now outpacing you. But pretty substantially. Can you say that again? You cut out briefly the, there. The other lizard folk, the one that's been sort of side by side with you the whole way, has done right. something magical because he is now leaving you behind. Oh. Ooh, need to think fast here. Uh shoot. What do I have that can deal with this? Um, okay. So I'm going to keep swimming to catch up with him. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use my cantrip shape water. Okay. 
Uh, and I'm going to freeze a chunk of ice in front of where he's swimming. Okay. He swims right into it and sort of plants his face into the sheet of ice. And that stuns him for a moment and you, you pass him thoroughly. Okay. Um, and you make it to the other side and you get back out of the river. Pretty, pretty beat. I mean, you've been just, you just swam right. a pretty substantial distance very quickly. Uh, but Necro, you make it to the other side of the river and turn around to finish your, your second leg of the, the, the swim. Uh, but you haven't got much uh, of a lead on the second lizard folk. Uh, it's at about this point that you can see swimming up towards you is a shark, a reef shark of some sort. It looks like it's coming to attack you. Well, shit. Um, well, I can't have this shark uh, taking my ass out if I'm going to win this race. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I already use cause fear. Is is speaking something I can do? What do you mean? I mean, I can speak to fish and anything that breathes water. Yeah, Am I able but, to speak even though it's his turn? Yeah, it's we're not really on initiatives, but also you're on the land again, and okay. eighty feet away, so probably not. Gotcha. Okay, just wanted to check. Could I send my sentinel raven to? attack and distract the shark as I swim by it? You absolutely could. Go ahead and make an attack roll with your raven. Okay, and I did find the raven stats for that. I don't think I have a D. It's a, it says 1D2-5. Yeah. On the stats, so what would I roll for that? Um. So just roll a D6, and if you get a 1, 2, or 3, it's 1. If you get a f uh, 4, 5, or 6, it's 2. Okay, cool. Uh, five. Alright, so your raven leaps off your shoulder and fly, flies down the yeah, water? Yeah, uh, and, and pecks at the shark. Uh, the shark uh, is going to try and bite and thrash your raven, but your raven, because it's a spirit and kind of breaks the laws of physics, is able to dart around the shark in the water. Figure that out. Uh... But you're able to get back to the shoreline, and the two of you are successful in beating the lizard folk in the race. I go up to Nalus and I give him a hug as I'm breathing heavily. <laughs> You've done well, friend. I'm proud of you. I stamp my hooves and cheer for them. The elders. I back to Nalus. You did well, friend. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Yay, I clap for them. The elders stand up and, and bow to the two of you and said, You have impressed us, especially you, small bird man. What trial will come next? Um, is Echo back? Yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, my camera when I walked away, sorry. Let's do some Earth stuff. Earth stuff. So... The two biggest and strongest looking lizard folk step into the small 20 foot wide uh, circle of torches. Uh, and then the two of you walk in as well. The elders say, the first team to be pushed out of the circle loses. 
Sumo. Uh, and and with that, just sort of like imagine a circle. You guys are standing two by two in that circle, right in front of each other. And the okay. elders yell, "Begin! Uh, fucking make initiatives." Seventeen. Uh, second. Ten. Okay. So one of the lizard folk is going to go first, uh, and he steps up uh, and see like he sort of like yells as he steps forward, and he sort of like gets bigger and like stronger and gets very intense in the eyes, and just walks over and tries to lift. The Furbolg. Do it. Uh, make an acrobatics or an athletics check. I'm going to make a athletics check, but I have a question about my powerful build. Uh-huh. Would that be taken into account with this? No. Okay. So I'm not any more, like, stocky or heavy. I'm just... I mean, you strong. are in terms of your ability to lift things. I don't know how it would play into this. Okay. Fourteen. Thirteen? That's not good enough. This guy picks you up and tries to throw you uh, out of the ring. Rude. But uh, his throw falls short. You're just inside the ring. <laughs> good. I imagine I'm standing on my tippy toes doing a lick. You're on the ground because he just threw you ten feet. Okay, well. Oh, and because of that you take eight points of damage. For being picked up and thrown ten feet. I should have gone to the air challenge then. Yep. Alright, it's your initiative now. Ow. Okay. Um so I need to take what? My move action to stand up? You do, but you only move, you use half of your move speed to stand up. Okay. Well I'm going to use half of my move speed to stand up then. And then the other half of my move speed, just run at the thing, you know, and try to push it. Okay. Yes. All right. So just you step up to the big guy and make an athletics or uh, an athletics I check. Mean, some kind of running start with the 15 feet I've left. I mean, I don't know how big the circle you're is. You're only but... 10 feet away from him. It's a 20 foot circle. Okay. Well, I want to build up as much momentum as I can okay. before I just go. Brah! All right, make an athletics check. Oh, that's better. It's a 21. You don't even budge him. Ooh. All right, not uh, Pahokwi, it's your initiative. All right. Well, uh, I enrage, um, and I let out a very deep, raging bellow. Uh, and I, who's the closest one to me? Uh, the non-hulked out one is closest okay. to you. <laughs> I designate him for my ancestral protectors. Okay. So if he goes after anybody but me, you know, um, and I go to try and like charge him out of the circle. Okay. So you're just going to try and bull rush him out of the. Yeah. I'm going to fucking bull rush him. All right. Make That's an what a- I just tried to do. Yep. Make an athletics check. Uh, 19. 
Yeah, okay, you can push him half your speed. <clears throat> half of my move? Yeah. Uh, so 15 feet. Right, which means you push him out of the ring. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You push him out of the ring, and he just stops fighting you after he leaves the circle and sits down. Cool. Alright, it is the first guy's initiative now. He attempts to grab the furball again. Make an athletics... I'm sorry, he attempts to what? Grab and pick you up again. Uh, one more time? Grab and pick you up again. Okay. Make an acrobatics or an athletics check. Yeah, not 20. What's Hell the, yeah. That doesn't matter. What's the total? Um, 23. He still picks you up. <laughs> and he throws you at Pahokwi. Uh, do I need to do a save or anything? Yes, you do. Because, Pahokwi, you and the Furbolg just both took seven damage from colliding into each other. And, okay. Pahokwi, you need to make a uh, strength save or get knocked out of the ring. Alright. Uh, 19. You pass. The furbolg yeah. slams into you, and you feel yourself get knocked back, but you know you're right on the edge of the ring, so you plant your uh, your removed hoof and set the furbolg down. I got you, Nara. It is now Nara's initiative. Okay, so as he sets me down, I'm going to hidden step. Okay. So that hopefully the other snake thing doesn't even know where I end up going. So hidden step, um, invisible. I'm going to, uh, I guess, try to do the the same thing and go and, you know, rush him and, and push him and knock him out. Okay. Uh, assuming that I hit him, does, like, the hand-to-hand stuff I'm trying to do, would sneak attack work with that? Are you attacking him? Well, I guess that's what I'm asking. Is my, like, wanting, trying to shove him an attack? No. I mean, because I don't want to, like, hit him with a weapon, right? When that's not what we're trying to do. Right, you're not trying to kill him. You're just trying to push him out of the ring. Yeah, so... I mean, is there any attacks that I could do that... You could just make an unarmed attack. Okay. All right, I want to make an unarmed attack. Well, first I want to sneak, um, you know, a little to the side, to the left, I oh. guess. Oh, that was not very good. Is that a nine or a six? It's a nine. Thirteen stealth. And then I'm going to attack him uh, with an unarmed attack. Yep. Oh, damn it. Two plus but whatever. You're, but you're invisible, right? What? You're invisible, right? Uh, yeah. So you're making that attack with advantage. Ah, oh, sweet. Oh, that's better. Uh, that's a 16. Alright, you hit him. Roll damage. Yay. Um, if I'm doing an unarmed attack, what's the damage? 1d4. And your sneak attack damage. Yeah. 
This is what you were trying to get. Come on now. Uh, so six total. Okay. So you could have, like, sneak up and gut punch him. Uh, it doesn't seem to phase him too much. But, uh, Pahokwi, it's your initiative. All right. Well, um... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that I'm probably visible again by this point. Yeah. Uh, I turn my raging self towards this motherfucker, and I bull rush him like I did his friend. All right, make a athletics check. Uh, sixteen. He stops you in your tracks. Okay. All right. So he is going to grab you by the horns. Uh, make an athletics or ac- uh, acrobatics check. Okay. It's going to be athletics. Uh, 19. He tries to grab you by the horns and like just take you to the ground, but yeah, doesn't happen. You're just not about it. <laughs> I'm not about this shit, man. So after realizing that doesn't work out, he just sort of like tries to donk you on the head. Okay. But also misses. <laughs> I rolled two ones. <laughs> Feels bad. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, Nara, you're up. I'm going to give Nara a bardic inspiration. Okay. Thanks. Okay. I am going to... This looks really good. Thanks. Oh, it smells good, too. Yeah, do shammy. Oh, whoops. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just going to make another unarmed uh, attack sure. against him. Go ahead. Okay, seventeen plus uh, bardic inspiration is d6 for my attack, right? Yep. Cool, useful. Okay, nineteen. All right, you hit him. Roll damage. Yay. And this is just D4, because I'm not sneak attacking. Correct. Four. I mean, you do add your strength to it. Oh, sweet. Five. All right. Uh, Pahokwi, you're up. Well, since uh, he tried to grab me by my horns, I'm going to grab him by his tail. Okay. <laughs> and try to uh, toss him out of the ring. Right. Very uh, Super Mario 64 style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, go ahead and make an athletics acrobatics. Yep, it's going to be athletics. Uh-huh. Uh, tw- 16. You do that. <laughs> well, I uh, pick him up and I do a little throw him out twirl. Of the ring. Yeah. Throw him. <laughs> You throw him right out of the ring. Nobody yeah. touches my horns. <laughs> uh, to which the elders sort of uh, snap their th- their fingers and all the flames on the torches that made up the ring uh, go out. And uh, some cheers, I'm sure, from your friends since the, the Kenku and the Triton have been able to catch their breath. And uh, I clap my hands for both of my teammates and, and whistle and cheer. I uh, 
I take Nara's hand and raise both of our hands up. I point to Bahugui because it was all him. Alright. Uh, to the trial of air then, the elders cry. Uh, from the tree line comes four archers with full quivers. Uh, and then those archers step into that ring and the elders shout to the two who are going to do the trial of air, say, you must take to the air as best you can and not leave, not leave our sight and dodge all of the arrows that come your way. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh... So, I'm going to start and just cast Radiant Soul. I have glowy wings. Yep. Yep. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability so that I have advantage on Dexterity checks. Okay. And um, in my mind, it's like a, a Sailor Moon style transformation sequence. I of feel course. like that's important. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, so you two take to the skies, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yep. And not, and not after being merely ten feet off the ground, do all four archers shoot a volley at the Asimar. Uh I have a. These are just attack rolls. Uh, a twenty-two, a thirteen, and a fourteen. The twenty-two passes. Okay. You take three points of damage. Then they fire a volley at the uh, Arakoa. Mm-hmm. Worse. Uh, an 11, a 12, and an 18. Well, the 18 hits. <laughs> you take four damage. Alright. You may each take an action to try and help mitigate or or learn about your situation. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm going to change the spell that I'm casting to uh from from enhance ability to blur. Okay. An attack uh, for the duration, which is one minute. All attackers have disadvantage on attack rolls against me. Okay. And then uh, don't don't you have like after images that if you do get hit, you take the damage on it? I do not. Okay, no. so it's just disadvantage on attack rolls for a minute. Yeah. Alright, um, do you... And I assume you guys both fly further up. Yeah, uh, is it, like, my turn, or...? Yeah, effectively. What would you like to do? Okay. I would like to cast, uh, Sleep. Okay. At, uh, second level. Alright. Um, 
5d8, so I'm going to roll 7d8. <clears throat> What's... Gosh. 17 plus 16... That'd be 33. 33. Okay, plus one more. Okay, 34. All right, two of the lizard folk drop to a sleep. And, the other, and I'm going to fly, like, farther away. All right. The other two <clears throat> lizard folk draw the remaining four arrows from the other quivers and now have a total of six arrows each. But the one is going to fire uh, a pair of shots at um, Bird Person. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? That blur is paying off already. Uh, two <laughs> huge whiffs. I'm talking like 18 and 3. <laughs> but then uh, the other two arrows coming from the second lizard is going to come at... Uh, the Azamar, and that's a crit and a three. Um, so you just take six damage. And now it's your all's turn. Do you want to do anything to prepare for the next volley? Um, I'm going to cast sleep again. It's not a concentration spell, I don't think. Let me find out. What? Let me find out real quick. Hmm? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. So can I cast that again? Yep. All right. Also at um, second level. Twenty, uh, twenty-seven, thirty-three. Okay. Uh, the other two lizard folk drop to the ground asleep, and uh, the <laughs> the uh, elders applaud you and bid you to come back to the ground. Sweet. And, uh, they say Back you have ground. yeah you have impressed us very much you've bested our strongest on the ground our swiftest in the water and our keenest of archers and for that we will do as you've requested we will build for you a raft wide and strong and we will send with you people to man it Give us one day to complete this task. We ask that you, in turn, protect this part of the river while they construct it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
they they the elders bowed you and say also thank you you have done these warriors a, a great service by testing their metal and getting honor to their families tis not often foreigners come and take upon trials look for the two dudes that we wrestled right in our ring and uh I give them a little salute with my uh, fist to my chest. They, uh... They... I make little, like, horns at them. <laughs> they, my uh... sleep spell and help them up. Yep. The all-around seems rather, rather mutual respect between contenders. And, uh... Yeah, they... they the majority of the people that were that came out leave, but about a workforce of eight lizard folk, the more smaller framed of those that joined you, begin to set work and level and and fell several trees and chop them into order. Uh, you all, I suppose, would probably make camp for a day. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna set up a tent. Yeah. All right. And uh, just because I can't think of a better the way to put it um as the next day and some change goes on you all uh, are serenaded with the lullaby of axe felling tree and shaping wood sinew wrapped and rope taut and within maybe 30 35 hours a 15 foot wide 30 foot long uh raft is constructed with the ability to uh pull push off the sides and a rudder in the back to steer. Um, and that be a long rest. Yes, it's over a day. Long rests are eight hours. Yay. Cool. And with that, I can't think of a better way to say we will wait a week as the they finish the boat and you join us next time for Dungeons and Dragons Paradise Campaign. I've been your dungeon master and host Kenny. We've had. The bird that can swim. It's your boy Necro. The triton that, duh, can swim. See everyone. The yak folk who's really stoked to be here and wrestle. Come back next week. The furbog that really wanted to stab their way out of that situation. If we offer to help build the raft, can we do this again sooner than a week? No, no. (laughs) Ha, no. Um, a, I get the joke. Yeah, a a angel slash Azamar slash does not want to get shot by arrows anymore. So everyone's having nap time. Till next time. And the Arakoa who just really wants to be really appreciative of that new shield he just got. <laughs> See you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.